Talk Recorded live. Oh, my God. 
make a second guess. Who am I pretending? No, I'm not perfect. No, I'm not ashamed to confess. I just want you to see that I'm trying. And I know it's not a game. Ain't no lose, no sleep over what people say. Thank <laughs> you. 
1-266-9746-7444. The call ID is 126-976 and then select 1 for guests. Again, that is Bible study on Mondays at 7.30 a.m., prayer call Tuesday through Friday at 6 a.m. The number is 724-444-7444. The call ID is 126-976 and then select 1 for guests. You can also listen in on your computer. Go to TalkShoe.com, the same call ID, 126-976, and then click on the pink square in the middle of the screen that says the call is in progress. Click to listen. Again, that is TalkShoe, T-A-L-K-S-H-O-E.com. Call ID, 126-976, and then click on the pink square in the middle of the screen that says the call is in progress. Click to listen. You can also listen to previous days' prayer calls. If you scroll down, they are listed by date, starting with the most current. The Mastermind Business Call has been temporarily halted. I will let you know when it resumes. We ask that you continue to keep watching it in your prayers. We ask that you keep Sister Donna on your prayer list. She was diagnosed with multiple myeloma. And we ask that you keep me on your prayer list as I continue to recover from a stroke. May God continue to bless all on our prayer list with the strength needed to make it through their journey. During the the word and prayer request, please refrain from individual conversations and prayer shout-outs, even if it is for Brother Sam. Although greatly appreciated, they disrupt the service. The prayer call mentioned above is a better form as it is more informal. Thank you for your cooperation. And let us continue to pray for our young people. So many are lost and misdirected. They are under attack and need prayer like never before. Start with the ones closest to you and then extend your prayer to those who have no one to pray for them. The day is today and the time is definitely now. Trauma Center Church would like to wish everyone a safe and wonderful Thanksgiving. May your holiday be blessed with love, happiness, and peace. This concludes this week's announcement. Brother Sam? All righty, this concludes this week's announcements. Brother Sam. Okay, Father God, let's see what you're going to do this morning. Ho did it go boosted it and ran to go say she discarded a comprande to go did it got rumbo did it got hard to go did it go bad that did it go she did a comprande to go said did it come baraka. Who she get it a combo? Wow. This will be an interesting word. I'm going to even go in faith. I'm going to say it's going to be a powerful word that's going to come forth today. A powerful word. And she hit many of you exactly where you're at. Shout out of the course, they did it, the combos, get it out there. So you can get what you need, so you can glean from the harvest. She did the combos, get it, the combrandi, the gosse, did the combo, did the gassandrasco, the combaca. So you can glean from the harvest. So you can begin to make the necessary transitions and transformations that God has for you to walk in. Holy Spirit, we're asking that you come down now and begin to reveal to your children that which you want us to see. Speak to us, Father. Speak to us, Father. Speak to your children right now, Father God. Speak to your children right now, Father God. 
Y'all got to let the anointing begin to come forth. Let the word of God begin to come forth so we can go forth to do what you called us to do, not being hindered anymore, Lord. It's time for us to begin to rise up and walk, begin to rise up and march, begin to rise up and move so we can fulfill your word. Oh, and your covenant promises. You would have shunned it as you do. We've got a part to play. And you're looking for people who are willing to work with you. You're looking for people who are willing just to say yes, to become obedient so that you can finish what you started. Use me today, Father. Use me today. Use me today, Lord. Use me today as the words begin to pour forth from my mouth, from my spirit, from your spirit. Use me today. Let me hear from you. Let me speak that which you want me to speak. Let me see that which you want me to see, Father. Remove the blindness from my eyes, the hardness from my heart, the deafness from my ears, so that we can receive that which you want us to have, Lord. Help us, Holy Spirit, mm. so as we begin to go forth in your word. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 All righty. Interesting. So this morning, as I was going through my little ritual trying to figure out what to say, um, I was listening to Joel Osteen, and he was coming out of, uh, what is that, Mark 822, talking about look again, about when Jesus healed the blind man. And as soon as the words were coming out of his mouth, I said, that's it. That's it. So if you got your Bibles, I want you to turn to Mark Eighth chapter and the twenty-second verse. Mark the eighth chapter and the twenty-second verse. So I'm gonna just read it and then I'm gonna go back over it again. In the twenty-second verse, he said, "And he cometh to Bethsaida, and they bring a blind man unto him, and besought him to touch him. And he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. And when he had spit on his eyes," And put his hands upon him, he asked him if he saw all. And he looked up and said, I see men as trees walking. After that, he put his hand again upon his eyes and made him look up. And he was restored and saw every man clearly. Mm. Father God, again, give me that revelation to bring out what you want to be said today, Father. Because we all are at some point in our walk where we need to look again. When we need to grab those things that we've been doing and do it again. Holy Spirit, it says, And he cometh to Bethsaida, and they bring him a blind man unto him, and besought him to touch him. Now, here's people. We know Jesus is our healer, our problem solver. We, we, we know. That's why we cry out his name. 
Even a lot of times those who are unsaved, let it, oh, God, help me. Oh, Jesus, it just comes out because we know in, in, inside of us that Jesus is the one that can help us. God is the one that can help us. So they brought their problem to Jesus. They brought their problem to Jesus because they said if you would just touch him, he would be healed. That's what we do. We bring our problems to Jesus because we're looking for resolution, for resolving, for help. He says, and he cometh to beside and they bring a blind man unto him and besought him to touch him. Now, this is the funny thing about it. We bring our problems to God for God to solve them, but we have in our own mindset about how it's going to be done. They wanted Jesus to touch him, to be healed. Jesus said, if you get in the next verse, and he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of town. Come on now, see right there. Contrary to how we think things need to happen. And see, I brought my problems to Jesus so you can heal it this way. And God, first thing you do is you grab him by the hand and you lead him out of town. He was getting him away from the naysayers, the negativity. He was getting him away from those who had no faith. He was getting him away from the situation, the circumstances that was holding him in bondage. He said, I need to relocate you. Who shut it up? Go said that. I, in order for you to get your proper healing, oh, shut it up. I need to relocate you first. Oh, shut it up. Go said that again. Mm. And that's what God is doing in a lot of our lives. See, we want the problem solved. At first, we're trying to get it resolved the way that we think. And God says, no, I'm going to take you by the hand and lead you out of town. See, the healing process already started when he grabbed him by the hand. Because, see, he had to be led. Jesus wants to know, will you follow me? Oh, come on now. Will you follow me and let me be God? Come on now. Will you follow me and, and let me take you to where I know you need to be led so I can do what needs to be done? Will you submit and get up out of your own understanding? Come on. Will you get up out of your own way of seeing and doing things and let me be God? See, that's what God is trying to get us to see, to get us to do because he says no flesh is going to glory in his presence. So he took him by the hand and led him out of town. That was the first step, people. I'm not going to resolve your issues and your problems the way that you think it's going to be done. I am God, huh, and I'm going to do it my way. I just want to know will you submit. Huh, will you get up out your own understanding and let me lead you to where I know you need to be? That was step number one. Mm, mm, mm. And he took a blind man by the hand and led him out of town. And when he had spit on his eyes, oh, hell no. He did what? He spit on him. Mm. He, come on now. No, see, see, that ain't even right, Lord. See, no. See, God, you supposed to. You supposed to, first of all, you supposed to keep me here and then touch me. I didn't ask you to take me away, and I didn't ask you to lead me out of town. And then you gonna spit on me? How bad do you want what you need? Mm. See, see that—that's what struck me. 
Cause see, I see uh, that's what's wrong with a lot of us. See, we not only want what we want the way we want it, but now when it requires me to do some things differently, when it requires me to 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 do some things that are unconventional, hush it, when it requires me to go into the disgusting places to get a manifestation. Come on now, see a lot of you all ain't desperate enough. That's why you're staying stuck. A lot of you all are just well, it's not the way that I think it's gonna happen, so I'm just gonna stand here. But no, you don't have enough desperation to do what needs to be done to break the bondages and the things off your life. That's why you're still bound. That's why you're still bound. A lot of people talk about the way that I work and me constantly doing. You know why? Because my choices are highly limited. I often think about stopping and then I look at my 90-year-old dad cleaning the floor. I got to keep moving. I, I often get headaches when I, when I look at my buildings and the, and the problems, and I go, well, God, yeah, you got me to this point. I got to keep moving. So I go to all these courts and all these things that I deal with that I don't want to deal with because I'm trusting my God. I, I, I'm letting him lead me by the hand. It ain't the way that I want or in the manner that I thought. But see, some of you want until you get desperate enough. Because what do they say? Until you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, then you won't take the necessary steps to get up out your muck and your mire and to fight. We were reading about passivity in this week on a prayer call, about being passive, and that allows the enemy to have full range in your life. You're being passive when you're not making decisions and standing up and fight. You're being passive when you're just going, well, I'm going to sit here and wait on God, see what happens. And the enemy is kicking your behind left and right. You think that works in the real world? They run over you. They run over you. In the real world, they are fighting to be number one, to get the most money. But yet when it comes to the word of God and the spirit, I'm going to sit here and just wait. No, you need to understand. See, in all things, get an understanding. You need to understand how the spirit of God works. It says faith without works is dead. In other words, if you're just sitting around waiting on God, being passive, you got dead faith. And if you're not going to allow God to be God then you're not being humble enough. If God says, I'm going to spit on your eyes in order for you to get a healing, you need to say, okay, Lord. He spit on his eyes. But that's the Holy Spirit of God. Breaking us from myself. Are you desperate enough to let God get you out of the way? See, that's what a lot of things we don't understand, why God allows negativity, hurt, and pain, because it helps to break us of ourselves, to break us of our understanding. See, already, he's already doing things totally contrary to the way that they had thought it was going to be. He, he took him by the hand. He led him out of town. He's spitting on his eyes. That was, none of that was lining up with the way that they thought it was going to be. But you got to be humble. You got to be desperate. You got to be in a position where you're going to fight. Stand and trust God in spite of what you think, in spite of what you feel. And then when God decides to spit 
on your situation and circumstance because the very thing that you're fighting for went the opposite way. The very thing that you were, you were hoping wouldn't happen happens. And, and you're still going to trust God. See, that's what he wants to know. What are you going to do? What, what are you going to do? I am God. Will you trust me? Will you let me lead you? Are you going to allow my Holy Spirit to get in those places where you cannot see? See, that man couldn't see it all. And that's how we are. We don't really see as God sees. We don't really know as God knows. But he wants to know, will you let him be God? So he took him out of town and led him by the hand, and he spit on his eyes. And he put his hands upon him, and I asked him if he saw all. So now God has taken him through the processes in order for this man's sight to come, in order for the problems that were brought to him to be resolved. And he did it in a totally contrary way than that man thought and the people thought. So now if he done spit on his eyes and put his hands on him, see, now he's finally getting to the point for what they can. They came for him to lay his hands on him to heal him. And he's finally getting him to the point, but he had to take him through the processes. He had to prepare him to see if you're really ready. So then after he prayed, laid his hands upon him, he said, asked him if he saw all. And he looked up and said, I see men as trees walking. And that's the part that caught me this morning. I see men as trees walking. In other words, I'm not really seeing totally clearly yet, Lord. And that's the part that caught me. Because how often do we need to be real with ourselves and with God? I don't like this, Lord. I don't understand this. Lord, I don't I don't know. Instead of the facades that we try to wear. How are we gonna have a facade with God? Come on now. How we think God don't really know? When he asked Adam and Eve, hey, where y'all at? Who told you he was naked? It wasn't for his sake. He needed them to understand where they were now at, that they were now in a fallen position. And that's what he's doing when he's, when he's we're being challenged by the Holy Spirit of God. Are you going to be real with yourself? Are you going to be real with me? Lord, I'm not totally healed. Come on now. Huh? Lord, I don't totally have what I thought I wanted. I don't totally see or understand what I thought was trying to happen, Lord. I came for you to you for a healing, and now you don't just totally did everything in a whole contrary way, and now I'm still here not totally healed. Mm. Who Jesus? That's how I feel when I go look at my building. It's not totally out yet, Lord. Mm. I, I, I'm not totally, the process is not totally done. I, I got half of a building right now with nobody to pay me anything, and I got these mortgages that's piling up, and, I, and Lord, I'm not totally at the place where you said I would be. As I've been walking this word out, step by step, I'm not there yet. So what am I going to do? i got to be real. Now, what about you? 
Is, 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 are you at the point in your life where you are fulfilling the promises that God has said you would do? Are you the man or the woman that God has said you would be? Are you walking in the fullness of your destiny that God said you have for you? Have you even talked to God about what your destiny is? Mm. You're just walking around, doing whatever, whatever happens, happens. Whatever will be, will be. Then we just talk about that's a passive spirit. You have to learn there's a difference between being passive and being humble. Understanding what we're talking about in the spiritual arena, meaning that you, you have to understand how to be led and how to be being still does not always mean you're not doing anything. I see, Lord, but I see men walking as trees. My body's feeling a little bit better, Lord, but I still got some aches and pains. I got some money in my bank account, but right now my bills are still outweighing what I have. My, my children, my relationships, they're still kind of crazy. I, I, I'm not totally within myself happy, content, peaceful. See, these are the real conversations that you need to have with yourself and with God. I'm not there yet. Even though the process that you're taking me to gave me a partial victory, I haven't totally won. Mm, 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 mm. Will you be real? Will you be honest with yourself and with God? That's what he wants to know. See, it's not a matter whether or not God can change your situation or circumstance around. It's a matter, are you willing to be humble to be led? Had had some interesting things happen to me this week. And um, for those, you know, I'm in the real estate program, and I actually haven't been to the meetings, or I've been just busy just doing stuff. And out of the blue, my mentor calls me and says, hey, I'm getting ready to do this marketing program. Do you think you'll have time to work with me? Now, see, let me translate this to you so you can understand what I'm talking about. I'm looking at my have-done building. I'm looking at my financial problems increase, and I have a desire to do the real estate. But God told me a while back, because I was like, Lord, I ain't making no money with this thing. Am I wrong? He, he, he said, I didn't say it wouldn't work. I just said not now. I said, oh. So, so, so in that process of time where I had put what I was doing on hold, God began to clear up my vision about the what I'm doing and the why I'm doing it and the way that I'm doing it and the other purposes behind. And I go, oh, well, you wanted me to focus on this. Oh, you wanted me. See, he was clearing up my vision. He, he put that on hold. He never said it wasn't going to work. He just said not now because he needed me to see some things differently, for me to get a greater understanding about some other things, to try, try to finish up some other loose ends and stuff. So it wasn't the way that I thought it needed to happen. But it's happening. 
And so in his due time, in his due way, he said, son, are you totally out? No, Lord, I still see financial problems and woes. He said, okay, I, I, I'm going to hit you one more glop of my spit, son. I'm, I'm going to give you one more drop of my anointing because, see, see, you allowed me to carry you through the processes in the manner that I desired. You didn't try to fight and do it in yourself. You didn't try to fight and get upset about the way things were going. You humbled yourself. You let me lead you along the pathway that I wanted you to walk to learn the things that I needed you to see. So now you're partially there. Are you ready to get a complete healing? Yes, I am, Father God. Mm. Are you ready to get up out your situation? Are you ready for your life to transform? I'm asking you a question now. I'm, I'm, I'm asking you, are you ready to be real and have a conversation with your God? I said your God. See, he, you can be personal and stingy with him right now because you need a God. I, 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 I'm not there. I can't even lie to myself no more, Father. I'm hurting. I'm broken. I'm pissed. I'm mad. Lord, help me. I'm tired. But I'm going to come back to you one more time and trust you. I'm going to come back to you one more time and say, Daddy, God, I ain't, it ain't totally there. And I'm going to believe you to get me to the finish line. I, I mean, you got me to this halfway point. So wh why would you bring me here and then drop me off? That's how I feel a lot of times. And I have to have these conversations with myself. Uh, see, I mean, you need to be real, people. I have to have these conversations with myself. Why would God bring you to this point and then just not get it done? Why would God get you? Is that his nature? Is that how, how he's dusty? Why would God get me to this half-finished building and not get me with the resources to finish it? God made promises to me. And I've said it before. He told me my parents would not leave until I get everything in order. So that half-finished building is not totally in order. I still see men walking around in trees. I still find out should walk. And so I got to trust my God as I continue to fight this fight. And even though I'm tired, broken, hurting, but, Lord, I need another drop of your spit. I need another drop of your hand. Whatever and however, because it don't matter about how I want it, Lord. Because it is not your nature to lead me to this place and leave me halfway done. I'm willing to be desperate enough in however form or fashion that you wanted to manifest. I'm willing to believe, humble, and trust you. What about you? What about you? Your life. The things you've been doing. The position you're at right now. Ooh, yeah, that's come. Is this where you really, truly saw the end thing? Are you really at the point where everything is like, this is what I was dreaming about? This is what I, my desire? Are you still just kind of going, really, God? I did all of this for this. Really, God? I, 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 I spent all this schooling. Time, degrees for this. See, I'm, I, I mean, I, these are the things I, when I'm talking about conversations with God, this is what I really need you to do for you, not for me. 
Because until you begin to become open and honest, you can't progress. You can't progress because you're still living in a facade in a make-believe world. And God says, no, I need you to come. I need you to be vulnerable. I need you to be open. I need you to be intimate with me. Tell God that you're not pleased with the way he's doing things. I'm asking you to have that conversation. Why? So that, and I'm not, understand me when I'm saying this. I'm not talking about coming up there and all your pride. And, but no, Lord, I don't like this, Lord. I don't like the way this is happening, Lord. Now, Lord, I got to trust you, but I'm struggling with that. Doesn't it say in his word, the Lord help me with my unbelief? See, if you're not understanding how God is moving, then you're going to be walking in unbelief. And you cannot walk in faith and unbelief at the same time. So you need to have these intimate conversations with God. I really, I don't, and, but you got to come to him humble and open because he, he may, well, he will show you. I don't know how or when, but when you begin to open up, he might begin to, at that point, begin to show you why. I just talked about me, I am struggling financially and how he had to change my thoughts, my perception of things. Oh, okay, Lord, I didn't understand that. Why? He has purposes, but why he does things in certain ways. He's God. Have an intimate conversation, or are you scared? Are you scared you might not really like the answer that he gives you? Are you scared he might really begin to show you some stuff about you that you don't like? Come on now. He might begin to show you, oh, yeah, son, you thought you was doing that for me, but you was walking in self and pride and flesh. But see, you didn't know that. So I had to let you hit a hard place. So then when you begin to humble, then I can begin to show you, see, that wasn't me. See, a lot of us might be scared to have these conversations with God because we're going to really begin to see things and we're going to have to shift and we're going to have to become accountable. So rather than being accountable, we'll go back to passive, which is inertia, which is the devil's playground. Mm, 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 mm. Father God, I thank you for the words that you're giving me out of my mouth today, Lord. I thank you, Holy Spirit, as you're moving as you're moving right now to touch your people. Mm, mm, mm. say they, they touch your people right now, Father God. Oh, go say they touch your people right now, Holy Spirit. So that we can become real with you, Father. I'm not quite there yet, Lord. I'm not quite there, Father God. I, 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 I'm not a finished product, Lord. I'm halfway done. I see man as trees, not not as you desire for me to be. See, the Lord desires for you to be whole. Come on now. That he hasn't quit, but what about you? Have you stopped? Mm, mm, mm. Ha, have you stopped? Ha, have you stopped? Because, see, it's not whether or not the word of God will work. Have you stopped? mm have you stopped believing? Have you stopped seeking the face of God? Have you stopped listening and allowing him to be, lead you in the manner he wants you to walk? Have you stopped? See, that, 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 that's what it is. And that's nine times out of ten, majority of times, God's trying to get us to see things about ourselves. 
God's trying to get us to get a greater understanding, a greater manifestation, a deeper intimate relationship. And sometimes God want to know, are you just going to trust me to do this? Are you just going to trust me to do this? Are you going to, do you really believe, okay, so I want you to wait in front of the very thing that you're desiring, but you can't touch it yet. God has a lot of reasons of why he does things a certain way, but he's not, he's trying to see where you are with him. Are you going to be obedient, patient, trusting? And in his due time and in his due way, as he's perfecting all things that concern of you, when it's his time, then he says, now you may move. Now you're ready. Because, see, I needed to know. And I had to prove it to the devil that you're ready. <laughs> what do you say about Job? Have you seen my servant Job? He, he, God put Job in front of Satan. <laughs> Have you seen my servant Mark, my servant Erica, Felicia, Pam, Renee? Have you, have you seen my servants? He's t- See, they're having conversations about you as you're standing in front of the very thing that you wanted, and God says, not yet. Not yet. Till you get to the point that you're now even letting God in. Come on. You're letting him in deeper into your heart. And you're letting him into those places where before you had kept him out of. As he has you just standing in that holding position. As he's developing your faith, your determination, your resolve. And you're standing in the middle of the wilderness still believing God for victory, for a turnaround. Mm, mm, mm. See, that's what he's working in your life. As he's proving your character, perfecting your character. That's what he's doing as he stands, as you're just standing there in your half victory. Come on now. And you'll have victory. It's not done. It's not done. I'm not there. I see it, but I can't grab hold of it. You'll have victory. Lord, I see men as trees. It's not clear. But, Lord, I'm going to still stand before you because I have gotten to the point in my walk that I understand now, Lord, you're the only one that can perfect it. You're the only one that can make this whole. You can only want to complete this. See, in the word it says you have the acceptable good and the perfect will of God. Lord, I'm not willing to just accept the acceptable or the good. I am willing to stand here for the perfection, oh, the perfection that you called me to walk in, Lord. See, that's what God is trying to see as he has you standing there. Holding him, waiting on him. Shadow go say And you'll have victory. And you'll have victory. Are you seeing it as a half victory or a half defeat? Mm. What's coming out of your mouth? What's coming out of your mouth? Father God, Shadow go say Ooh, he looked up and said, I see men as trees walking. After that, he put his hands again upon his eyes and made him look up. <laughs> and he was restored and saw every man clearly. He put his hands again upon his eyes and he said, look up to your source. Mm, mm, mm. 
Look up to your provider. Look up to that God, the one who caused you to become intimate with him and being real when you said, I'm not there yet, Lord. Uh, so I'm going to take you through this process uh, one more time. But see, you know what? I don't even have to spit on you this time. Because you've gotten broken enough that the spit's not even necessary. I don't have to lead you anywhere. Because now you're humble and patient and content enough to let my processes perfect those things that concern you. I just need you to look up. Come on now. Look up at me, says your Father God. I'm going to touch you one more time. And because now you are in a position to receive fully what I had designed to give you in the first place. And you've gone through the process to allow me to perfect that. So I'm going to touch you this one more time. And then when I touch you, I just need you to look up. Mm, mm, mm. Look up and receive that what I have for you. Uh, and when you look up, uh-huh, then you're going to see clearly uh, with a full understanding of who I am and who I am to you. You're going to see clearly that my word has established and kept you even when you are in have victory. You're going to see and understand clearly that I am still your God and I am the Hushad of the Most High. And this is the provision and in the manner that I have decided to give it to you. I just need you to look up. And that's what God is saying right now. Look beyond the have victory. Come on now. Look beyond your problems. Look beyond the the bad medical reports, the bad finances, the bad relationships. Look beyond that and look to your God, the same one who said I needed you to be intimate with me. The same one that I need you to be real. Are you whole yet? Are you totally healed? I need you to let me in deeper and let me take you through the processes. Look up. And receive that which I want you to have. I'm not trying to keep it from you. I just have a certain way for it to happen. Look up. I just need it to happen in a certain way because I understand what's truly in your heart, in your character. Because, see, I'm trying to resolve the total issue. I'm not dealing with the symptoms. Look up. And as you look up, ooh, it and look at me, you will walk to the fullness of who I called you to be. As you look up and you look to me, you will see me restore everything, and you'll see it clearly. And you'll walk in it to the fullness of who I called you to be. I didn't walk you to this point to leave you partial. I didn't walk you to this point to lead you and I have victory. But I need you to understand that I am your God. <laughs> and, I, I, and I'm going to do it in the way and in the manner that I desire for it to be done. So just look up and receive that what I want you to have. And he looked up and was restored and saw every man clearly. Are you willing to look up? Are you willing to go through the processes, even though it's contrary to the way that you think it needs to be done? Are you willing to allow God to lead you along the path of his provision and in the way that he desires for it to happen? Are you allowing God to spit on you when you're like, really? 
but you're still going to trust them anyway. Being real, being open, being intimate, and trusting God to finish what he started. Again, on that second part of that healing, he didn't have to do all of the other stuff because now the man was positioned. He was humble. He was obedient. He was trusting. This time, he just had to touch his eyes. And he told him to look up. You're halfway there, people. I'm halfway there. Let God just touch you one more time. Let him just put his hands on your heart, your eyes, your body, your wallet, your relationships, your children, your mind. Let him just touch you this one more time. Don't stop. Don't stop. I don't know what your motivating factor is. Everybody has to have some type of motivating factor that something is more, shout out to Kosi, how can I say this? That whatever the desired end that you go through the pain, the processes, the desired end is greater. So it'll, 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 it'll drive you through the pain. It'll drive you through the processes. It'll drive you through whatever it is that's trying to pull at you. What's your motivating factor? You're halfway there. What's your motivating factor? Or as Lisa says, what's your why? See, 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 when God, my God, yes, what is your why? I see men as trees. I'm not there. What is your why? Why am I doing this, Lord? What is your why? That's what you have to sometimes become very clear upon. Mm-mm-mm. Because when you're halfway there, it's easy to turn around. Because I'm not totally done. He touched me. I'll accept this half thing way done thing. But if your why isn't established in your life, you'll fail. See, a lot of times God has to take us through these processes for our whys to be clearly established in our lives. Sometimes God's got to pull us out and around. He took the man by the hand and led him out of town because he needed to transform and transition him. And in the process, like I said, the healing began when he touched his hand. And he humbled himself as God began to establish his why. What did I tell you that God told me not? He said, I didn't say it wasn't going to work. But he had to establish my why about a lot of other things that I was doing. He never said, I never said you weren't going to make any money. But see, I could have stopped. I could have gotten frustrated and mad. Because a lot of times I'm like, really, Lord, you know, I'm spending a lot of time and money. And then I ain't really. See, I'm talking about being real. These are the conversations you need to have with God. About your why. And are you willing to get up out of your understanding, your mindset, and trust him in spite of what is your why? Because if your why is not firmly established enough, you will fail. It's not even a choice. You will crumble. If your why is not firmly established enough in your heart, because it's it's coming, people, you're going to be challenged just because. 
And if your why is not firmly established enough where you got enough resolve, dog determinants, when you're broken, tired, mad, pissed, but you get up and do it anyway because of your why. But see, that only comes from being real with God and yourself. Because if not, your why is built on shabby foundation, crumbling foundation, and a structure cannot stand strong if the foundation is weak. So we're halfway there, people. Now's the time to be real and go have that conversation with God. Being real with yourself. Lord, I got to be real with you, Father. I don't quite understand what you're saying when you say this about me. But, Lord, if it's true, will you show me? Lord, what what do you mean I, I got an anger management problem? It's them people. But, Lord, if you're truly saying that about me, would you show me? Again, being real, being intimate, and letting God into those areas of your life so he can establish your why so you can get a total victory. God does not desire for us to walk in partiality, have victory, God wants us to see things clearly. So my prayer for you today is that you will have a deep, intimate conversation with your God. That you allow the processes that are necessary by your God to lead you in a contrary way that you don't think, but he knows what's best. So he can take you from blindness to seeing clearly, not just partial. And that your flesh, will you begin to see your flesh nature so that now you can understand that part of your life that needs to be put under. That you will begin to say, Lord, I didn't know that was me and my flesh. Help me with that. Help my unbelief. I don't desire this anymore. You're why? Seeing clearly, looking up, being whole. Let the Lord carry you through the necessary processes. So he can finish that which was started in your life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. That is our message for today.
right, all right, all right. Good morning, good evening, afternoon. Good morning, good morning. Hmm? Nope, just said good morning. Oh. Okay, look. Questions, comments, criticism, complaints. All righty then. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving, no complaints. Uh, everybody got some thankfulness to have. All right. Well, prayer request. You can start with me. Okay, do. Father God, let me pray for Pamela's family. Father God, move in her family's life and their hearts. Lord, help them get past those hurts, break those generational curses, those things that have kept them against each other, Lord, and not walking in your love. We're asking, Father, that you begin to reveal to them how to walk in you, how to draw strength from you, how to move in the fullness of your spirit. Not let their hard-heartedness keep them bound up, Father, but release your grace and your mercy, Lord, so they can truly become the people, God, you call them to be. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. And then pray for Pamela. Father God, strengthen her walk, strengthen her position in you, strengthen her relationship with you, Lord. Keep her, keep her in you, Father God. Let your word rise up inside of her spirit. Let your anointing increase in her heart and her life. Let your peace settle in upon her, Father, so she can go forth, flowing with you, walking with you, and allowing you to manifest in her life. Holy Spirit, we are looking to you to transform and transition her in the position that you desire her to be. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right, who else wants prayer? Anybody else want prayer? Yeah. I'll take prayer, please. Thank you. Okay. Is that Felicia? Yes, sir. How are you? I'm fine, you? I'm good. All right, Father God, let me pray for Felicia. 
Talking about that passivity and that inertia. That's mm-hmm. both of you all. And the thing about it is, he's literally saying, okay, so what you going to do about it? I've given you all everything that you need. What are you going to do about it? And the thing about it is, you can't passively get rid of passivity. <laughs> oh, I'll just get rid of it. I'll just, I'm working on it. It's its, it's not going anywhere. I see that goes back to what I was talking about being real and having those conversations with God. And this is my, this is my, request to both of you all is that if God truly wants you to be more fervent, have a conversation with him about it, and be open and honest and ready to receive. Because I don't want this something that I'm telling you or Mark or Eric. No, you need to know this for yourself. Because if it's something that God desires, then there's a purpose behind it. So you, we're just going back to so you can't see clearly. Well, I'm being fervent enough. Well, if God said you're not being fervent enough, maybe something's wrong. See again, that's why I was just back to the why He had to take through take you through the processes and spit on your eyes and get you out of town. He's saying you're not being fervent enough. Now, the thing about it is you might not see it or understand it. And this is where you have to be real with him. God, I don't see it. I don't understand it. But, Lord, if it's, if it's truly that's what you're trying to say to me, I'll be humble enough to receive it, and then I'll also be humble enough to allow you to do what's necessary to get me out of it. See, now, that that's where you, so you need to be open and honest enough to receive what he wants to tell you, and then the processes that he knows is necessary to let you get up out of it. So that's the conversation you both need to have with God. So that you can come up out of your man walking his trees phase. 
the Holy Spirit minister to both of your children, touch both of them, bless both of them, and perfect both of them. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 All righty. Anybody else on prayer? Anybody else on prayer going once? Anybody else on prayer going twice? Anybody else on prayer going three times? Hold it up. Somebody pray for me when we get out of here. You want to handle that, Felicia? Sure. Yeah. Father God, we thank you for the word that has come forth. We thank you that it has been seeded into good ground. Help us be not just hearers of the word given, but start doing as you will for us to do. Thank you for the man of God that the word has come through. Continue to watch over him and keep him on all sides, from the front and the back, oh God. Finances and health through family, friends, and seven degrees of separation. That no weapon formed against him shall prosper. Continue to watch over him. Give back to him all that he has given out today. Help him redeem time, effort, and strength. In the name of your son, in the name of your son, you shall we pray. Amen. Amen. Hmm? All right. Talk to you all later. All right. Everyone have a blessed day. Bye.